I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, hello, hello. It is Friday, July the 16th. You are listening to the COB from AusBiz. I'm your host, Scuddy, today, joined by Cara Ordway. Very lucky on a Friday. Cara, how was your day? Yeah, not too bad. Although the days seem to be rolling into one at the moment, don't they? A bit of deja vu across the markets, low volumes. We're in lockdown still. It's, you know, all merging into one. Yeah, it's... uh a lot of M&A activity during the week, of course, but no, not so much today. We still sort of, of course, uh, Borrell and Seven Group are now continuing to go and tussle about uh, know what uh, various shareholders should do there. But you're right, uh, I know we had earnings season in the States kick off and you know, a lot of high expectations that were largely met. Uh, but uh, I know the share price reactions haven't been any too exciting. We had the uh, the jobs report here domestically yesterday, but uh, that's been superseded by events around the country. It really feels like a bit like we're going through the motions at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, going through the motions, holding pattern. I'm not really sure what we're waiting for, but certainly the market is waiting for something uh, because it was pretty flat on the day. If you look across the board, it was pretty mixed as well. The financials all pretty much finishing flat. Material space, you know, lots of red and green. It's just a bit of both out there. CSL finishing up 1% on the day after pay down once again, given that news this week uh, that Apple and PayPal are joining the ranks when it comes to that buy now for later space. Yeah, that's been a really interesting one. You mentioned uh, the close as well. That's, of course, brought to us by markets.com here at Ausbiz, so we thank you for your ongoing support. But, uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, looking across, uh, Annette would describe it as a South Sydney crowd. Uh, lots of uh, lots of red and green today <laughs> on screen. But uh, you're right, the, the, the buy now pay later space has been interesting. Just rumours of, uh, of Apple, usually when there's smoke, there's fire when you hear these things. But uh, certainly big, obviously scaled up company, the biggest company there is, in fact, uh, a lot of scale there. So you can see why a few people are taking stock as to, I uh, know, whether it's still time to go and hold on to those names. Uh, look, uh, one area that finished uh, weaker today across the board was uh, financials. The banks are uh, all down modestly. It's not uh, anything to go right home about. The, uh, the worst of the declines for Westpac. Uh, I had a good chat with Gaurav Sodhi from InvestSmart uh, at the, uh, the end of the, uh, the day today at uh, Buy, Hold, Sell. And uh, his sell is the bank's. Just says that uh, no, no, so much competition's coming for them, and uh, I think everyone who's worked in finance knows that just slowly, like no death by a thousand cuts, like still very, very good businesses, of course. But uh, he was particularly concerned about how much exposure there is to the uh, the property market, given how much strength we've seen in property markets over the last few decades, how that can be sustained longer term. Well, I had a chat with Gemma Dow from NABTrade about the investor activity on the NABTrade platform today. And just going back to that buy now, pay later space, she said the investors are loving that volatility. If there's something out there that's moving, they're liking it at the moment because of that lackluster market that we're seeing. 
Um, so yeah, Afterpay and Zip among the top trades this week. Yeah, oh, generally always up and down. Depending on, I, th- I think Nab Trade customers seem to be a bit uh, you know, contrarian in their nature. So maybe they'll buy in the dip today. Uh, we'll we'll go and find out next week, of course. But uh, look, it is interesting. Gaurav, I know Paul, he was, he was telling me about some of the uh, trials and tribulations of homeschooling. Uh, third day of homeschooling, he said it's uh, it's been a bit of a stretch. But interesting, uh, we had a chat about his buy. I'm not going to give it away, but uh, his buy is looking to get split into two. And uh, one of those segments of that business he described as the best business in Australia. So there's a little uh, no, uh, tidbit uh, to go and get you interested in that one there. So that was uh, that will be in the newsletter today. Another uh, we had a chat uh, with uh, Henry Jennings uh, about from Marcus today about the sectors to uh, to buy, hold, and sell. And uh, no, basically uh, one of the things he was looking at was what's going on in the uh, the travel space. A lot of optimism out there at the moment about reopening. And of course, Delta Force, Delta Strain is, uh, is making it very difficult to go and get too excited about it now. now. And uh, he said that's the sell for him at this juncture. Yeah, a lot of holidays getting cancelled out there. But he did like the resources sector. Iron ore, Scussy, what do you, what do you reckon? Iron ore is remarkable. Uh, at the moment, uh, steel prices are rallying in China. Uh, that's on uh, non-official reports, but I uh, know indications that the government has uh, verbally indicated that it wants to go and, and reduce steel production. That's seen steel prices jackknife higher on, uh, on increased demand. Now, you'd think, uh, hey, like, what's going on here? Like, you know, there's going to be less iron ore demand. But the margins that are coming through means that, I uh, know, mills are just getting encouraged to go and make as much yeah. that they can. So, uh, lo and behold, uh, fresh two-month highs for iron ore. I've said in the past that I thought we've, we've seen the other highs. Ooh, we're about uh, 10 bucks away from spot markets now from, uh, from those highs. It's looking a little bit shaky at this stage. We'll see what happens with Dalian Futures. Now we're at fresh monthly highs today. So that is a really interesting space at the moment. Uh, the resources just will not quit that commodity price rally. I can understand why so many people are optimistic, particularly in light of what we saw with China's RRR cut that was delivered this time a week ago. Yeah, and I had a chat about that with Daniel Hines from ANZ this afternoon, so you can hear his view on that iron ore market. We also had a chat about gold pushing higher, but not only against the US dollar, against multiple currencies. So showing really this gold trade is a proper push higher for gold. It's not just a US dollar story at the moment. Interesting. Yeah, because yeah. like a lot of people have said that uh, no, everyone thinks, oh, gold's an inflation hedge. But a lot of people are starting to come around to the other school and thought that maybe it's a deflation hedge as well, which is a unique characteristic. Certainly, uh, it wouldn't go and make sense from a real yields perspective. But uh, it is really interesting to see that uh, gold, although it's not back to those, those record highs that we saw about six months or so ago, uh, it is still hanging tough, all things considered. Maybe all those Bitcoin traders are just trying to find some, somewhere else to put their money after the force that we yes. have seen in the crypto space. You never know. It was hilarious. <laughs> after the, uh, the US CPI came out over <laughs> on Wednesday evening, I was, uh, I was trolling Twitter and uh, people putting up charts of Bitcoin and they've got the uh, inflation hedge, but you know, like where it looks like the scam email writing. Yeah, yeah like that kind of stuff. It was, uh, it was quite amusing to go and, and have a look at that. Uh, look, uh, another conversation we had today was uh, Balaji Gopal from Vanguard talking about the SMSF space. There were some reports out today about uh, the largest SMSF in Australia is something like $560-odd million. Uh, fair chunk of change for a time at there. Yeah, it is. Hey, look, if you are looking for volatility at the moment, if you're a bit bored of what the equity markets are doing, look no further than Aussie Kiwi this week. Of course, the RBNZ in focus, 
Annette's written about it. You've written about it. They're the first mover when it comes to this tapering story. Aussie Kiwi dropped a big figure. Yeah. I had a chat with uh, Daniel Dabrowski on the trade today about Kiwi specifically and his outlook. I, I mean, I always am like, is it going to parity? And, you know, they have to calm me down. But um, well, look, it's the trade of the moment, I reckon. Yeah, a lot of people look at the, uh, no, trying to go in short uh, Japanese government bonds is like the widowmaker trade. <laughs> I reckon uh, for a long period of time, it was the, uh, no, trying to get parity party uh, for, uh, for Aussie Kiwi. I am um, a former employee of mine. I went and made a whole bunch of balloons and stuff um, a fair <laughs> while back. You don't have to go and guess. I haven't worked for too many uh, institutions in the financial space. And uh, they were going to have a parody party back in the early 2000s and <laughs> never quite got there. So, so that was a contrarian indicator. That was a, that was a bell ring moment. But eventually we got there, uh, no, uh, I think it was a couple of years back, uh, just ever so briefly. Uh, the Kiwi was trading inside the uh, the Aussie, but uh, it is remarkable the the divergence in their central bank thinking. Westpac, uh, New Zealand, out today talking about three three twenty five basis point there rate increases before the end of this calendar year. Yeah. I don't reckon, I really RBA, I'm doubtful we'll get three in three years. No, I know, but I did actually see Westpac just a moment ago came through that they're revising their forecast for the Australian dollar to the upside once again, despite the fact that we have seen a pullback. So they're still bullish on, on the Australian dollar. I love the other team at Westpac Markets, but uh, yours, I'm not going to go. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be on the other side of that trade, but maybe from a slightly higher levels. I've been a bit uh, bearish in the Aussie dollar for the time being. Look, uh, let's go and talk about uh, no, life-changing stocks, of course. It's the last time we've had the life-changing stocks, at least for this juncture, on, uh, on the call. So Nadine was uh, in this hot seat today. She was joined by Ajumbei Lu from Tribeca Investment Partners and Adam Dawes from Shore and Partners. And they went and came with their two life-changing stocks that investors should ponder. Take a listen. Life-changing in two ways. Um, one is that you can make substantial amount of return, financial return, out of investment in this very early stage, um, uh, little fa very fast-growing business. Um, and uh, and then the secondly, that um, you know this is a company where uh, it will change people's life literally. Its product is essentially used in the um, the hernia um, repairs markets, um, in uh, trauma accidents. Um, in chronic wounds and as well as many other areas. Um, it is trading at a fraction of the valuation of what the uh, larger peers like Polynovo is. Um, and also, um, you know, notwithstanding its addressable market is far larger than what Polynovo um, is, uh, is, is within. So to us, it's a company that will, um, you know, significantly increase um, in value. Now, obviously, Calyx is one of those ones that takes CO2 emissions out of, uh, well, pretty much anything that, that it can do. But really, it's concentrating on the cement industry and then taking out the CO2 emissions plus the heat that is used to create concrete or create um, cement. Uh, it, it's quite an environmentally damaging uh, business as such to, to do that. So. What I'm really liking is is that that it gives this business and gives the ability for people to have a little bit of a feel-good story around it. So this one's a little small one. I think that's got lots of revenue uh, and it's got some really good royalties coming through. I think this one is a life-changing one for somebody's portfolio. So it's Calix CXL for Dorsey and uh, Jumbei is uh, all over Aurora Biosurgery. That's the two life-changing stocks. So that code there is ARX. So two to go and ponder over this lockdown-enforced uh, weekend for residents of Sydney and Victoria. Hopefully no other parts of the country by the time we're back at work on Monday. Look, uh, my view today... Uh, Usually you write one on a Friday, but uh, I have one uh, in the bank, so I went and thought about uh, what's yeah. been going on. Uh, yeah, Tell us there, more. There, there, was a, there was an incident during the week uh, where a very uh, 
had a crass way of saying something about the uh, the English uh, soccer final, the football final, and the penalties that were taken. And uh, just another example of social media faux pas and just how many corporates continue to go and stuff yeah. this one up. Um, I'm amazed at the moment that it's gives you so much prominence. It can go and get you from social media to headline media news in the instant uh, because it's just outcries that go and happen. And the reputational risk yeah. from something so simple is so massive, yet it happens over yeah. and over again. And not all, good, not all news is good news in this instance. Like, you know... It can really hurt your reputation. Yeah, getting trashed in public is not probably no, something that uh, exactly. you want to be doing. So, uh, look, really succinct uh, view today uh, today for me uh, compared to usual standards. But, uh, no, if you're going to go and do it, do it seriously. If you're not taking it seriously, don't do it. It's honestly, I cannot understand why people would want to go down that path and uh, put themselves up to the reputational damage, you know, for the sake of, like, an errant uh, post from someone who may not have the, uh, the best judgment yeah. or so. You know what I'm amazed at, Scotty, is that you knew what TikTok was. Are you on? Are you on? <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> zero chance that I'll be on TikTok. Yeah, yeah dance, dancing my way out of, uh, no, no, I'd rather go to uh, somewhere <laughs> unpleasant uh, rather than be on that platform. Uh, look, uh, let's go wrap it up there. Obviously, it's going to be a pretty tough weekend for a lot of people around the country. If you are doing it tough, make sure you go and uh, reach out and get to help from each other and go and go make sure you go and look after each other because... It's, uh, it's, it's a pretty uh, no, difficult time for a lot of people around the country, but us Australians, we're good at uh, getting together, so uh, reach out and, uh, and go and make sure you get in touch with people. Yeah. Have a great weekend. You too. We'll see you on Monday. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.